Hey guys, you're listening to Tea Time with Tay, a podcast series where I sit down, like I have a choice, brew some tea, and then spill it. Let's start the show. another episode of tea time with tay remember you can subscribe to me on itunes so you never miss an episode and it's free amazing right today i have one of the most exciting enthusiastic guests i probably will (laughs) ever have in my entire life mr drew anthony and this is like one of i think this is my second time doing um, a phone interview, and I will tell yeah. you guys that I completely screwed up the audio. We filmed, we recorded this like a day ago or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like a day or two ago, yeah. Completely screwed up the audio, and I'm so sorry, but it's all good. It just means that I get to talk to one of my faves again. Stop it. Yeah. So, for people who aren't aware because they are not staying woke in life, Drew right. is an incredible. Incredible, incredible, incredible writer. Um, not only on Instagram because you reach way farther than that, but thank you. His biggest pla- you. his biggest platform is on Instagram. Um, so make sure you go look up Drew. It's Drew. I don't want to get it wrong. Drew Anthony. Yeah, it is. It's Drew Anthony. And for people who are a little bit more slow, it's D R U. Anthony. Well, you know what. My name is spelled wrong. Like, to the world and society, it's D-R-E-W. Yeah. So I'm the fuck up here. Like, I fucked that up. Well, I didn't, but, you know. I mean, somebody right. somebody might have along the lines, but that's, that's besides the point. It just makes you, you know, unique. It's different. It's out there. It's three letters. It's, Remember it. It's quick and to the point. Right. Just like me. <laughs> So I, um, which I, what we talked about the other day, but I wanted to make sure that I got into this podcast is the reason why I love Drew so much is because he had an indirect, um, like un- unknowingly, he was the reason why I continued to keep my Instagram for my writing public. Uh, I was very self-conscious about my writing. Didn't think anyone would like it. Didn't think anyone would read it or care. And you followed me and hit me up out of the blue one day. You slid into those DMs without slid up in there. without sending any inappropriate pictures, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, and you slid right in there, and you were like, "Hey, I like your stuff. Keep writing." And it made the world of a difference for me because I felt like I was like, if someone like Drew sees potential in me, then. Maybe I'm like doing uh, okay. So no, you know what? I, I, I still can't believe that. I, I, I don't understand how the fuck I was able to like do that for you. But um, honestly, like sometimes I see writers and um, they, like I just feel so inspired by them. And they might not even have like a huge following. Some of them even have just started off. And when I get inspired by anyone, I just have. I feel the need that I feel like I have to like reach out to them and, like, say something to them because when people reach out to me and they tell me these things, like, you know, like, you saved my life or you've done this or that, like, that's what makes me want to keep going. So I 
I know that if that makes me feel good, it's going to make anybody feel good. So I make sure that like, if someone does that to me and if someone inspires me, regardless of who they are they're following, it doesn't matter. It's all about the words for me. Like, I will reach out and I will be like, you know what? You're fucking dope. Don't stop. I think that's incredible. And that's, I actually, today I had a girl message me and say, because of my account, she opened up her own writing and she was asking like for tips and stuff. And I just told her to be like authentic and be herself. And I said, but the best thing about starting, just starting in general, is that you're coming into a community of people who genuinely are going to like be there for you. And like, I think that's what yeah. the writing community online has created. It's like, it's like we're all a little family. Like, we all know each other's little yeah. icons. Very, wait, very dysfunctional. The, oh. Dysfunctional as fuck. Oh. But, oh, yeah. nonetheless. And I'm sure there's there's been their fair bit of uh, little bickerings and uh, a yeah. little drama here I mean, and there. But you know what? It's all in the name of love, I'm going to say. It is. I don't know, but. It's for the love of writing. It's for the love right, of each other. Thank you. And I, my, I was true. telling a friend the other day, I was like, I think some of the most messed up people are uh, writers and comics. Um, and mm-hmm. because we all draw all of our art, which is kind of crazy because people are like, oh, my God, I love what you say. And I'm like, this is coming out of a really dark place inside of me. So <laughs> it's a little unsettling that right, so many yeah, people can relate yeah. to being in a dark place. But I'm like, hey, I'm not alone. Let's go through hell together. So. Right. Like, you know, we just walk through the pits of fucking hell. Like, just yeah. hand in hand. Hand in hand. We're doing it together. Yes. So in wanting to involve our audiences, we got Drew to post on his Instagram a while back asking for questions from you guys. So we thought we'd ask maybe like two or three of our faves. So from a girl named, oh God, I'm going to I'm gonna mess this up again. Lada Kobeth, 2016, she said, where do you see your future in writing going? And congratulations on the podcast. Oh, well, thank you. What was her name, Lara? La- L-A-T-A-C-O-Beth. Okay, well, I'm going to call you Lara. Um, <laughs> I'm going to call you Lara. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. I'm so sorry, by the way. But um, thank you for your question. Um, I don't I don't know. I want to be somewhere. I don't know where that's going to be. When I started this off, I didn't think that I would be where I am today. Mm-hmm. And I'm very thankful for where I was able to get to. And if in the future I get nowhere or I get somewhere, it's it's both of them are still gonna be very unexpected for mm-hmm. me because I, I didn't I just don't expect it when it comes to what I'm doing right now with this writing situation. Like I I don't know. I I, I hope for it. I hope that I could get somewhere, but I'm not sure if that will happen. You know, so I don't know where I see myself because I sort of like don't wanna set, you know, my expectations too high. Um, all I have right now is hope, you know, like I really don't have any expectations. I just have hope that I get to where I want to be. And you're open to the possibilities of whatever comes your way. Right. Yes, definitely. It's a good way to live. It's a good way to live. The next question comes from your close friend who I always say every single time, I can't believe you guys friends, but uh, (laughs) pony underscore boy. And he says, I love him. Love. Love. Yeah. I, I love, love you. So I much. love you too, even though you don't know me. It's fine. It's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop. You'll know you now. He's amazing. He asked, "What question?" He'll love you too. 
Well, I had hoped so. Hi, I just, at Taylor underscore rights. What, Taylor LM <laughs> underscore rights. My bad. Self-promo. Self-promo. Oh, this is, what do you think I started my own podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> my narcissistic freak. Um, his question Love is, it. what question do you get asked the most? Um, well, I got asked a lot of questions a lot, but the main two questions that I feel like I get is what inspires me to write and when I started writing. Those are like, every time I do a Q&A or every time that I interact with, with one of my followers, it's like, it's, it's always that, like, when do you start writing and what inspires you to write? Mm-hmm. And the, the answers to those for people who might not know? Um, I started writing, I've been writing for a long time, like just writing, writing, like regular writing, since I was like probably in the fourth grade. Like in the fourth grade, I wrote my first book. Um, and it was like, really? it was just like a shitty story about like teenagers at a campfire. And I was so sick in the head where like they all died. Oh, oh. But most of them, most of them died. It was sort of like a, a, a scary movie type of thing because I'm obsessed with scary movies and like that's what I wrote when I was in the fourth grade and um, I was homeschooled and like most of fourth grade. So the, the teacher that I had, she took it and she never gave it back. Like she was so impressed by it and that bitch never gave it back to me. She's been, but I love she, her. No, she knew She's that so, you were going to blow I love up. They're so fucking much. She's holding on to it so she can um, sell it. What? She's holding on to it so she could sell it. She knew this day would come. I don't know. I don't, you know what? Like, I always, I, like, throughout the years, I've always wondered, like, what the fuck did she do with that story? Because it was, like, lengthy. Like, it, I, I wrote it, and she was so, she just took it, and I was like, well, all right. I thought it was, like, for a project, and she just never gave it back. So I was like, okay, cool, great. Um, a song, a movie, a TV show, anything. Especially people, the people that I know play a big part in it. Because um, a lot of the times, people think that I'm writing about experiences that are my own. Yeah. And I can't take credit for that. Like <laughs> half of more, probably a bit more than half. Like 60%, I would say is it's my feelings and my experiences. 40% of that is other people's experiences that I've lived close to and that I just know when they come to me. You know, speaking to me about the problems, and then I, you know, I use their stories, and I get inspired by them, and I create something out of it myself. Channel, like, channel their stories and paint into art. Which is sorry, cool. you're just like channeling their stories and yeah, into art. yeah. I mean, yeah, I do, I do. You're a crafter. Which probably sucks because they probably don't want me to do that, <laughs> but I make it so they won't know that I'm writing about them. Yeah, I try to do that too. But sometimes I'll, I, I literally still to this day still get screenshots and be like, was this about me? And I'm like, you'll never know. I don't know. I don't ever. I never <laughs> tell people. Like if you write, if I write about, I'm sorry, if I write about them, I, and they ask me, and it could blatantly like just be exactly their story. <laughs> and I just, they'll be like, is this about me? And I'll be like, no. Nah. No, it's not. And I just, I can't because, look, whenever people ask me if something is about them, I'll be like, yeah, you know what, I write about you, but I won't ever tell someone that something is about them, ever. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's positive, if it's, like, a dark 
piece, like, it does not matter. I will never tell someone that this piece is about them. I need to start doing that. I was, like, always, like, yeah, it's about it's you. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun because, like, it sort of makes people read it more and, yeah. like, uh, like, pick it apart a bit more because they're, like, is this shit about me? Like, let me just think, like, what inspired this? And they actually get into it, and then they get so obsessed with trying to know if it's them that they just read all your shit. It's true. You just, just don't tell them. Yeah, it's true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing that. Um, the next question comes from fixed. No, it's not an official account, but Victoria's secret account says, I know, little secrets. Do you have a, (laughs) for like the lovey-dovey more so poems, do you have a particular person who is a muse for those poems? (laughs) (laughs) Are you thinking about someone? Last time, last time. (laughs) Last time we recorded, I had such a difficult time answering this fucking question. You were like, um, well, so, uh, okay. Yeah. Victoria's um, Secret, thank you for this question. <laughs> You're amazing. Um, uh, okay, so the pieces that I write that are experiences of my, my life and, you know, the things that I've been through myself, um, most of them are inspired, obviously, by someone. The pieces that I post up to date, um, that I've written up to date that are not reposts. Yes, they are for a specific person. Okay. As much as I hate to fucking admit that shit, yeah. But um, some of them are reposts that are, you know, not meant for the person that I'm posting about right now, if that makes sense. Are Does you, that make sense to you? Yeah. Are you in love right now? Hi. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I. Um. Are you in life right now? I'm in something. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm in. Probably in bullshit. I, but I'm definitely in something. I don't know what it is yet. No, bullshit. I don't know what it is. But I'm, I'm in. I'm in one of those three things. I'm in either bullshit, I'm in like, or I'm in love. Yeah, yeah. without throwing anyone under the bus. Yeah, it's a comedy. You're good. You're yeah. good. Um, coming from our boy, Little Todd. Hey, <laughs> Little Todd, he asked, how many men have questioned their sexuality after viewing your page? With a very, like, <laughs> cheeky, uh, suspicious oh, face. Oh, Todd. Damn you, Little Todd. Um, well, first off, fuck you for that question. I love you, but fuck you. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know because you know what? I feel like um, people don't really tell me anything. Like, if they do question it, they don't come to me and they tell me. I have gotten a couple, you know, or a few DMs yeah. that are really, like, out there. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't know if my account has ever made someone feel like that. Mm. I know that in real life. In real life, it's been a couple of people. And I say real life, like, you know, personally, yeah, like outside of Instagram, like in person, it it has happened. Because On Instagram, I don't know if it has. Because for people who um, are coming from my podcast audience or are new to you, they might not know. Well, now they would know. But you are openly gay, and um, which, yes, which I, I love. 
and I love that you are so what I love about you is that you're vocal about it and you're not someone who shies away from those kind of conversations. Um, yeah, yeah. No, not at all. And what do you, what do you feel like the response from maybe some people in the LGBT community, LGBTQ, is it supposed, is it politically correct to say LGBTQ, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Some people, you know, they're questioning, so they're, they're unsure of mm-hmm. that and they, and they don't know where, they fall, so you know, just to bring people into that community and to like sort of like expand the walls to not only you know lesbian, bisexual, like gay and trans people. You know, it, we say Q for questioning, so it's like so we just want to accept everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so funny. yes, it is very politically correct, in my opinion, <laughs> to say LGBTQ. Okay. And what has response been like? Um, from that community, because I know, for instance, like, um, this is, see, this has been a long time coming, this podcast, between you and I, we discussed this yeah, quite a few, long. quite a few weeks ago, um, we had actually had set up a date, but unfortunately, the unfathomable, um, mass shooting at the Orlando nightclub, which was a gay nightclub, yeah. um, occurred, and, I know that obviously impacted everyone, but it had like a really big effect on you. And so we decided to postpone it for a while. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. post that you wrote quite a few pieces and were very vocal about it on mm-hmm. your Instagram. So what was the, what was the reaction from people, maybe from your, like even some of your heterosexual audience and your people in the LGBTQ community with everything like that? Well, when I started posting those pieces, um, I was very angry and I was very sad and I was feeling everything. Ex- I was feeling everything except anything positive, like positive. I, mm-hmm. I, I was just feeling very negative and it was just it had really. It still does. Like there, came, a, a special came out on True Life on MTV, and it was dedicated to, um, I guess, survivors and victims of the Orlando shooting, and I have not been able to watch that. I don't think that I would ever be able to watch that so, because I'm, I, it, it was so deep for me. Um, yeah. When I started posting these pieces and bringing light to the whole situation, it was I got a lot of mixed um, comments. Like, I remember the first thing that I posted, I lost, I think, like 200 followers in in a six-hour time span. Because of the post. And then, yeah, yeah, because of the post. And after that, um, I also got very positive comments, mm-hmm. um, which, like, helped me keep going. Because because of my beliefs, I also don't want to disrespect anyone, but with what happened, I felt like, you know, I have this platform and I have this voice and I am part of this so I feel like I needed to speak out and mm-hmm. if I made anyone uncomfortable at that time I wasn't even paying attention to that part I just wanted to be there and to, to speak on what happened because it was so fucked up mm-hmm. and you know I, got, I did have people that you know kept me going with their positive comments but 
I lost a lot of a lot of people that um, had been following me out for a while, and some of them even commented on some of the posts that I wrote, which have since been deleted because I didn't want. Um, I never replied to them, but I also didn't want those comments, those negative comments, or something that was so close to me and so close to other, like so close to the hearts of so many other people. Mm-hmm. So I did delete those comments, and they were just like, "Wow, I'm like, I'm unfollowing." I can't believe you posted this. If I had known, I would have never followed you. Shit like that. That's... Which made me feel worse because it's like, you know, who I am or yeah. who I like and who I choose to love has nothing to do with the person that I am and the things that I've experienced and the things that I speak about. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, I... Yeah. It's... I... The thing about it is, is like, of course, I am not coming from exactly the same perspective of you as in I, I am straight, but I did myself post something in support um, and recognizing what has happened. And like you, I... Thank you for that. No, no, it's no problem. Um, I I did lose a lot of uh, followers as well, and, and I was like, you know what? The way I looked at it, because it, I was like, if you... I don't want people like that to follow me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... It's mm-hmm. it's so unbelievable yeah, that yeah. we live in a time where people aren't like where people still think that way, and it was really sad to see yeah. those comments and people from me because um, I I rec- I identify as a Christian and people saying, "Oh, you're not a Christian yeah. if you feel this way and you're being a hypocrite." Yeah, and how could you stand exactly. up for this? And that's something that if you don't mind me saying, like it bothers me because it's like. It's not about, you know, if you take away all the labels and you just put the word belief on everything. Yeah. Um, I feel like people should just respect that. Even if you don't agree with it, yeah. it's just that acceptance and that respect. That means a lot. And that means a lot because I have my own beliefs. And if someone's beliefs are, you know, contradictory toward, like, to mine, I'm not going to go against it because I respect other people's beliefs. And I feel like if people add that respect towards everybody else's opinions and beliefs, there wouldn't be so much, you know, like so many arguments and so much hatred and so much like, you know, so many people being like prejudiced. It would just be literally a world of acceptance where I know that you're different and I know that you believe in this and I don't believe in it, but I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if it's like that, then it would be so much different than it is now, which is crazy if you think about it. Like, it's really crazy to think about, you know, how much acceptance, like, how far acceptance can go in the world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And for the people, because in watching and reading what you wrote, for the people who did band around you, I'm sure for some people who may not have been as vocal or may not have left a comment, I think you, by just standing up and being someone who has a following and has um, a voice to be able to say, like, this isn't okay. There are people out here who do support and love you, and um, I think it really helped a lot of people. I know I shared your posts with um, some of my friends in the LGBTQ community. Oh, thank you, yeah. yeah, and one of them specifically, um, he told me that, he, he, I don't know why, but I, I guess I had always known that he was gay, and I just didn't really recognize that he wasn't out, or we just it was yeah. never really a conversation because 
as much as sexuality is your thing and like whatever i if you are gay i'm not gonna be like oh that's my gay friend do you know what i mean like if you're gay that's fine i don't we don't necessarily have to talk about it all the time and he didn't we've never really had that conversation and um your peace led us to have a good and open conversation and he wow yeah i it was really that's amazing like i'm i'm that makes me so happy. Yeah, and um, I wanted to let you know that because your writing helped to, for me and him, bridge a new journey in our friendship and new understanding and openness. So um, I'm really glad that him. he can, that he accepted himself with you at least. I don't know if yeah. he did it with other people, but at least, you know, when you accept yourself with at least one person, it sort of like creates this adrenaline rush and this addiction with, like, it just helps you start to tell other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with me, like, when I first came out. And that's just amazing. So whoever he is, I'm so proud of you. And, like, you're the fucking shit. And I'm glad that you told her because she's fucking dope. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I did, too. What was, what was that like for you initially coming out? Oh, my God. Coming out for me was crazy because i i was actually when i was younger i was um i I guess i sort of knew that i was that that i was different and that i but with my extended family my extended family is like a mixture of religion yeah religions sorry and so i always felt like it was just wrong for me to have these feelings so i would be so fucked up to people that weren't openly gay and it's not something that I'm proud of. Yeah. Now looking back, like I was very dismissive towards them in public. And so when I turned 17 or 18, I started being more open about it. And I started sort of like supporting people more in their differences. Mm-hmm. And when I became 18, I had my first boyfriend. And that was just, like, crazy to me because I never thought that I would do that. And then I always said that I would never come out. It was just, like, something that I was like, I'm never going to come out. I'm going to die with this secret. And I'm just going to, like, you know, try to live my life around the eyes of my family. And that didn't fucking go well. Wow. Um, it was, I got yeah, that probably wouldn't. I got suicidal. No. It was horrible, but then um, when I actually was able and built the courage after, like, you know, a broken window that I had, like, I punched through and after, like, a countless arguments, I told my parents, and um, the day that I told my mom, she, like, just looked at me, and she was like that I, she loved me no matter what, and then she told me never to tell my father. Um, as supportive as she was, she knew that my dad was homophobic and she, you know, she just asked that for me. She was like, please never tell him. And I was like, okay. A week after that, he got into an argument with my sister and I took the argument for myself. Yeah. And I started having that argument with him and then, you know, I just came out and told him like, I was like, yo, I'm gay. And he just looked at me. And right after I said that, and right after he looked at me, I just walked away and I left. And then the next day he called me and he was like, you know, no matter what, you're my son and I love you. 
And after that, it's like he's been the most supportive father ever, and he his mindset has changed so much. And my entire family's mindset has changed so much. Like they're very accepting and they're very they're cool with it. And that's fucking crazy to me. Like they're awesome. so cool with it. And I know that I'm one of the lucky ones, and it's yeah. unfortunate that, that other you know people that are going through this they don't really have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really sorry for that, but I was fortunately one of the lucky ones. And for because I know I have people in my life and um, people around the world who listen to this who might be struggling with the process of coming out. If any advice, what would you give them from just a general experience? I like I feel like they need to be ready because a, a lot of times you're in these. You, you know, your surroundings are, are sort of, like, so accepting that you don't need to come out. And you should never feel the need to come out. You should never feel like you have to tell people who you are and what and who you love. Like, you should never, yeah. like, have to do that. But, like, for people that feel like they should and they want to, I would say plan it out. Honestly, plan it out. And because... In the moment, you're probably going to be nervous. And this is from experience. Like, you're probably going to be nervous, and you're probably not going to know what to say. And even if you plan it, I feel like once you're in it, it's going to be completely different. But, you know, know your surroundings. Know the people that you're speaking to, and know what you, how you should approach them with it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. if it's, you know, and if it's hard, there are so many um, hotlines out there. There's the Trevor Project, and there's Crisis Text Line, which I used to volunteer for. And these are people that are trained to help, you know, in whatever type of situation you're in. And a lot of people are scared to, like, contact these places. But if you you can be anonymous, you don't have to say your real name. And you can be blown about it and just, you know, just say, I don't, I'm not saying my real name, but I just, I need to talk about this. You can definitely talk to any of these, like, hotlines and any of the specialists the, that are working with them. And it, it gives you peace of mind and it gives you perspectives of other people because when I was doing it, I was very close-minded to myself and I didn't take other people's advice and I wish I had at the time because so many people were telling me, you know, my sisters and my nieces and my nephews, which I told, I told them before I told my parents, they were telling me to, like, do it differently and I did it. And I sort of regret that because I could have, I feel like, came out in a more... Not blowing the fuck up and being crazy about it, and I could have done it like in a chill way. And I wish I had listened. So definitely, like, just like be okay with yourself and know that regardless who accepts you and who does not, you are still you. And honestly, no matter who the people that you want to tell, you know, you want to come out to are, you should never let that bring you down. And I know that it's hard when it's family members or someone that yeah. you love dearly, but it's just, it shouldn't come to that. Because at the end of the day, they are going to be them, and you're going to be you. You're going to believe in you, and they're going to believe in themselves. And so you need to, I feel like people need to, like, keep that, like, think, like, take other people's advice, but also, you know, believe in them, their own options and their own opinions about things. Yeah. I think um, I was talking to a friend the other day and they are explaining that one of the biggest steps for them was once they were comfortable with themselves, it made 
other people's discomfort less um, less effective. Like if you are okay with yourself, yeah. then you learn to, if someone isn't as receptive as you, they won't break you because you know you're like, regardless, I'm living my truth and I'm going to be okay. So I think all of your No, life, that is, that is yeah. very true. Very true. I like, listening to you, like I just like, Sure. I'm not. I'm not a very emotional person, but like I just like started tearing, and I think um, it's really. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. A good, a good, my friend says you're allowed to have like five thug tears a month, so these are gonna be one of my thug tears. <laughs> um, I'm very fucking emotional. Like yo, I cry about everything. Like if I'm watching a movie, I'll cry. Like it could be a Disney movie. Bitch, I'm gonna cry. Like, Disney, cry. Disney and, and Pixar every time. But you know what? Usually I don't do that. Like, but I'm emotional to myself. That's, that's like, good. You're in touch. You're in touch with your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I think it's um, I think it's extremely inspirational, and uh, I will make sure to when we are done talking to once again put. The links to what are the two websites? These are the Tre- Trevor Project. Um, they are the Trevor Project and Crisis Text Line. Okay, those two. I will make sure to put them on my website in the blog at um, at dot com um, under my blog section yes. with this episode. So if and you and also it yeah. is, it is free to text the Crisis Text Line as long as you know your carrier. It's not like charging you. It is free. The crisis text line is completely free to use. Once you touch them, they are not going to charge you at all. And you can talk to us, or if I'm not there, you can talk to them for as long as you want, and, and it will there will be no charge. And with the Trevor Project, it's a little bit different. Um, I don't you know volunteer for them or work for them, but I do know that they have a hotline and they have a texting option. Um, I don't know the information like that, mm-hmm. but. I do know that they also do not charge you, so awesome. feel I will, safe with I that will do part. some. Um, I'll do some further research on that and make sure to put all of those resources on the website. So if anyone ever needs to find them and use them, that these are great tools to help you get through. Um, yeah, thank you for mentioning those. And thank you for asking me about no, it. No, no problem. I think it's important. I really think these conversations are important and. Just to educate yeah. other people, help other people, and just talk about life, like what's really going on. Yeah, and if anybody, like, if anybody out there, like, wants to contact me, you know, do it. It might, you know, you might think that I don't answer DMs, but I answer every single direct message that I get. So mm-hmm. if you ever feel like you need to speak to someone um, and you just don't want to speak to friends or family or anybody in your life and you also don't want to, like, reach out to a stranger and you sort of like read my work and even if you don't but i know that when you read someone's work you sort of like it gets sort of familiar to you yeah like so you get that like you know family sort of reaction um you can feel free to like just dm me and i i will respond and we can talk about things and once again that's at drew d-r-u dot anthony on instagram um, the last question that we have for the day is from uh, Oh God, I am Arthur. Oh, he wrote. That's what we're gonna go with. 
I am Arthur O. He wrote. <laughs> and he said... What's up, Arthur? He wrote, and he said, What is your favorite piece that you've ever written? I drew Anthony. Oh, my God. Um... Thank you for your question, Arthur. Um, <laughs> the... Fuck. There is this specific piece that I wrote, um... And I... Like, talking about it, 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 I think it's called um, Bad Religion. Bad Religion, okay. I think it's called Bad Religion. That's also, by the way, a song by Frank Ocean, which is fucking dope. So if you ever <laughs> listen to it, go listen to that. And no, I did not mean to say that. It's just a fucking dope ass song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically about my struggles, you know, as a gay man and coming out. And it's my favorite piece because when I wrote it, I wrote it when I started my manuscript about two years ago, almost two years ago. And um, it was one of the first pieces that I wrote for my manuscript, which, by the way, everyone listening has not come out yet. So don't think I have a book out because I don't, not yet. <laughs> and um, this, this, it, it's basically a story from beginning to end on how I felt and how... You know, and, and the struggles and the pain that I felt having to come out into a religious, you know, family. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorites because when I wrote it, I was going through a really rough time having to defend my sexuality. And um, at the same time, after, like, I, it was my first spoken word piece that I read out loud, which was after the Orlando Massacre which was very yeah. emotional for me. And I got incredible feedback from the audience. So that, I don't know, everything that surrounds the meaning of that piece and everything that the piece sort of like means and portrays, it's just like all amazing to me. And it's, on, it's just my favorite. It, yeah, it's my favorite. Awesome. Um, that's incredible. So there you go, Arthur. That is his favorite piece? Arthur, there you go. But I, as soon as I see Arthur, I'm like such a child. I'm like, when you're walking down the street and everybody Oh says my me. God. Yo, those <laughs> fucking memes the that were coming out <laughs> fucked me up because, yo, I was so... They were like making sexual they, jokes with like DW. They were DW. so funny. Like, some of them were so funny. <laughs> but then, you know what? Like, fun fact. Um, fun fact I have like really bad nights terrors like i have really bad nightmares and whenever i have those i sort of like i have to like and i wake up from them i have to fall asleep like watching something that makes me happy and i will watch (laughs) one of three things i will either watch nick jr but sometimes i don't like their shit but usually i search up arthur or franklin franklin younger than but, but I am no I'm not but I 
am turning 25 in a couple months. But I just, I know I'm young, but you know what? I know you're so young. It's happening so fast in the world and the way that it's like. Yeah. And you know what? There's no generation of children. It's like, what is wrong with you? I I tell you, we were the last good breed. Everything went to shit after 93. Yeah, like, I feel like we were the last actual children. (laughs) Because, like, all these kids are always on their iPods and this shit. And I'm like, go fucking play outside. Do you know what fresh air smells like? Like, hide and seek. Do something, you're, you're like, they get me so fucking mad, yo. I can't. You, I cannot. That's how you know we're becoming old. Like, we're like That's how you know we're old when we're like, oh, kids these days. They don't know anything. <laughs> like the angry old people now. I know, but like, we had like really dope childhoods. Like, honestly, the shows that were out and the things that we used to do, like Gigapets and like, you know, Troll Dolls and Clarissa Explains It All and Alex Mack. These are all fucking shows that little kids should watch. And no, now they just watch some, like, videos. All they do is watch YouTube videos, which I love YouTube, by the way, but like, these children are learning too fucking much. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't deal. They know everything we know, and it's terrifying what they know. They know everything, and it makes me scared to have children, honestly, this day and age. Like, I don't you can't even make, like, want a, to. You can't even make, like, a slight sexual joke because they will understand what you're saying now. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, okay. they will, and I'm just like, ew. <laughs> like, ew. I said something the other day, and a kid, the kid was, like, six, and I said something, and, um... And they said, that's what did you say? They, they said, didn't want to know what you said. <laughs> I, was, I said something along the lines of, like, oh, that's tight. And then he's, and the kid. No, please, no, wait. And, and the kid on. said, no. the kid wait. said, that's what she said. Get ready, hold on. <laughs> because if he said something, like what I say, because I'm dirty as fuck in my mind, if he says something like what I think he's going to say, I'm going to, like, lose my shit. The kid said that's what she said. And I was um, I was horrified. Oh, horrified. God, and I wasn't even thinking oh of it God. like that. I was like That gives me like the worst things oh. in my mouth. Like oh. like what the fuck do you know about being like anything that involves tightness? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. No wait, but what's he related to you? Because I feel like what's no. related to you is no. so much worse. No. The kid was not related to me. Ew. Thank God. So he was a stranger? I know the kid, but, like, I don't know. I was just like, I can't look up a kid the same. And they're like... I will look. Like, if I if I know the child because I know their parents, I will look at their parents like, what are, what are you doing? How, how did we get like, here? And sometimes... Oh, God. Like, looking at the parents, like, what what are you saying around your child? Like, wh- why is your child... Yeah, because you know what? Like, uh, like your child is... Like, when you're sick, come on now. Like, you don't know shit like that. You you haven't even gone to school. And you, if you have, you're in the first grade. You don't know anything about health or sexual education. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck do you know about what she said about being tight means? Like, mm-hmm. what? So obviously, the people that are around the child or whatever are seeing shit that they shouldn't fucking say because, I can't, like, I know, I, I, oh, my God, I have no idea, but, um... You just made me want to, like, crazy move my friends. It's just, like, never speak again. Our fear, never. <laughs> well, before we go, let's end on a different note. And is there anything that 
I know you are very open and honest with your audience, and they know you and love you for that. Is there anything that they might not know that you would want people to know about the very open but elusive Mr. Drew Anthony? Ooh, um, well, people, okay, so people usually think that I'm an asshole, and they usually (laughs) think that I'm not inviting at all, which I understand, like, my face is not inviting, and sort of like, it's not, 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 not myself is not, but I'm really nice. Like, I'm so, wait, no. I'm nice to a certain extent. Like, I'm very accepting of people, like, coming up to me or, like, speaking to me. I'm not really accepting of disrespect. Like, I react to disrespect. I, don't fuck with me. That's just it. I'm like, not the one. But I'm really, like, nice and I'm very open. Like, and people just don't. You know, they don't see that. They're just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. do it. Talk to me. What's up? What's good? How are you, motherfucker? You know? <laughs> <laughs> really approachable. <laughs> I just, you know, the people who have their own perceptions about people and everything else, just by the looks of it. But I'm like, give me a chance. You know? Like, yeah. Hit me up in the deal, like slide into them chips, and I bet you, you won't regret it. You know. That is a challenge. I challenge everyone right. to slide into those DMs. <laughs> yeah, like I, I challenge you too. Like if you're listening to this podcast and you wanna like you know a challenge, like just slide into the DMs. Like, you know, bet your friend five dollars that I I'll respond to you, and then they'll think that I won't respond, and then you'll just earn five dollars. You know what I mean? Easy money. Mm-hmm. Easy money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Very, you know what you can do with five dollars? You can do a lot. But I anyways, mean, that's another story. It depends if you're at the dollar store. At Starbucks, let's get you I, one drink. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Starbucks. Anyways, Drew, I'd like to thank you so much for your time. And for I think we finally slayed this podcast out. I'm super excited about it. Um, and thank hey. you for being... No, thank you for having me. No, it's my pleasure. I appreciate... My mom is being really loud in the background. Mom. Yes, hey mom, well, good. No. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. So cute. That's good, though. Thank you so much for being open and honest and being a voice for not only people who are going through hard times, but for the LGBTQ community and just for being positive light in my life and for many others around the world. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. No problem. Always, always. You're amazing. Thank you for letting me speak about these things that I'm so passionate about and, you know, asking questions because that sort of, like, stirred my mind up a bit. No. Because I'm not fucking good with answering shit, but thank you. No, you you did an amazing job and I feel like we've got to know you better and I, uh, like, revealing deeper love uh, layers to you. So, hey, as always, ooh, kill him, ooh, kill him, ooh, kill him. <laughs> you can follow again Drew on Instagram at Drew D R U dot Anthony on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Taylor L N underscore writes. Writes says in W R I T E S, 
And you can go and head over to my website, taylorellenwrites.com, to find the blog that's going to be associated with this podcast that will have all of the links to those amazing resources for people who just need someone to talk to. Um, and lastly, you can subscribe to my podcast on iTunes um, under Tea Time with until next time thank you guys so much remember to be positive be good to people and be authentically you always bye bye